This episode is sponsored by Chapman and Company. Hi there, and welcome to the Coffee Grinds, hosted by Mug.News. We are your baristas, Justin Krug and Caitlin Clays. We have a great menu today that highlights impressive student entrepreneurs in Middle America. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get to the grind. Hello and welcome to Coffee Grinds, hosted by Mug.News, where we interview deserving student founders, creators, and leaders in the entrepreneurship space and give them the much needed recognition and credit that they deserve. I am your barista, Justin, presenting our flavor of the day. Kylie, Kylie, thank you so much for dropping by the coffee shop today. Of course, I'm excited to get going. Yes, and I am super excited to, to hear your story and lo- learn just a little bit more about you. So uh, please introduce yourself to our fellow coffee-loving entrepreneurs and tell us what you've got brewing. For sure. Well, like you said, my name's Kylie. Um, I kind of got into the entrepreneurship space when I was in high school. I was in a business program where we kind of got to work with some different companies. And then I kind of realized that the corporate route really wasn't exactly what really excited me. Uh, so I started working for a startup. It was a for a business coach. And she kind of worked on connecting different entrepreneurs and helping them start their business just through like the coaching aspect of it. Um, and then from that, I moved into college. I go to the University of Minnesota. Um, I'm currently involved in a student-run fund called Atlan Ventures. They're in the VP of Platform and have worked with a bunch of different startups for about a year and a half. Um, I'm still doing that and probably will until I graduate. And then I'm also an intern at Groove Capital, which is Minnesota's first check fund. I do a lot with just like Minnesota-based startups um, kind of just working to create more of like an ecosystem here just because Minnesota doesn't have that place where entrepreneurs can come for that first check. It's more for that seed round. And then finally, I'm also working at a startup based out of Palo Alto, California called Sparrows. And it is somewhat of a human directory where you can kind of create a profile. And that can be kind of that first thing when someone Googles you that, wow, like this is what this real this person really is rather than maybe looking at a LinkedIn and only seeing the work aspect of it all. Yeah. Wow. Well, you've certainly got a lot of experience. You've dipped your toe in a lot of different pools in the business slash entrepreneurship space. So I love that, Kylie. And uh, glad that you're kind of uplifting some other entrepreneurial communities as well, right, with your experience. So um, thank you for doing that and making a little bit of a difference in uh, Minnesota. But Uh, My next question for you is, what inspired you to plug into the world of entrepreneurship and involve yourself with all of these different routes and avenues in the first place? Yeah, for sure. I think it kind of just started out as businesses. There's so many different avenues to it, and it's just so interesting to kind of see all of the different interests that people have. And then when I realized corporate wasn't really what I wanted to do, I've always wanted to do something where it was like I really got immersed in a bunch of different relationships, um, built just different communities and built upon people's passions. And I think that's kind of where entrepreneurship came in because it's all about building on people's passions and taking something from nothing to bringing it to everything or having to pivot. And I just find that so exciting. Um, And then I think ultimately I started going more the VC route just because I 
like I mentioned, I love entrepreneurship's passion. And I think that that's a great opportunity to kind of break into that and help people kind of grow with their business and grow with like their mindset and ideas. Yeah. So two questions within that that I think our our, our viewers would find extremely interesting. One is, mm-hmm. um, is that relationship piece, uh, th- you know, one of the driving factors that, that got you involved in, in working for startups? So, you know, having that connection, because like you mentioned, the corporate world, uh, a lot of times that is what's lacking is that relationship mm-hmm. relationship aspect of, of most jobs. So is that one of the driving factors that kind of led you to uh, more entrepreneurial focused jobs or, or startups? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I think that there's something just a little bit more personal with like the entrepreneurship scene. Um, and I think that probably just comes with the size. Normally it starts out much smaller with just like a small founding team and then grows from there. Um, but I think that that's definitely something that I find super important in business. I think it's a great way for people to grow and having a really good team, I think is absolutely crucial to having a great startup. So I just find those relationships so interesting and which is kind of where VC kind of stepped in, um, as well as the startup that I'm working at called Sparrows. They kind of work to build those relationships and connect people on a more personal level. Yeah, that's super interesting. I'll have to check that one out. Um, I, mm-hmm. My next question, do you have any exciting developments or news that uh, that you're excited to share? Yeah, um, I guess it kind of probably stems from either of our VCs. Groove Capital actually just started out in January. Um, and obviously, this is kind of a Midwest podcast. So we focus more on Minnesota, but we definitely do a lot with surrounding states. So if there's any founders looking for funding, they can definitely feel free to reach out to me. Um, since we're open for funding for that first check, um, as well as Atlan Ventures. We are currently starting up to do a little bit more events. Last year, we did a student-run venture capital summit. So we had, I think, hmm, I can't remember exactly the right number, but we had student venture firms from around the world come in and we kind of did a pitch competition, had a winner, and then did some sort of like meet and greets and that type of event. And I think we'll be doing that again this year. So I'm really excited to start planning that as well. Yes, that is incredibly exciting. One, for any founders, student founders listening, definitely check check out that funding opportunity and also a great way to get some networking, right, at, at your event. So mm-hmm. love that. Um, well, congrats. That's very exciting. Uh, I, I also know, noticed that uh, you are a student at the, the University of Minnesota. Uh, and one question that we've been asking all the people that we've brought on the show and that I'd love your perspective on is this. Do you feel that there's adequate support from your community regarding entrepreneurship? So think funding opportunities, resources, mentors, entrepreneurship organizations, etc. Mm-hmm. I think they're starting to be. I think a lot more people are starting to realize how important the entrepreneurship ecosystem in general is. Um, One really unique thing about the University of Minnesota is that we do have a really big entrepreneurship center called the Holmes Entrepreneurship Center. Um, So we have kind of started to build that aspect where student entrepreneurs have been getting like the funding that they need through the university to kind of build their businesses or even just that space that they need to start ideating. And then also we have um, 
like a student venture capital company just right there. So once a lot of people are looking for funding, they'll sometimes come to us. Otherwise, there's a couple other places within the university where there's grants. We do have a good amount of support organizations as well. I think it's definitely growing in what the support there needs to be. But I'd say at the university, it's definitely gotten to a point where it's where there is like a pretty substantial amount of growth. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. And I think to your point, um, entrepreneurship has become okay, I guess. In in years past, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship was was kind of frowned upon. It was, you know, why would you take a risk like that? Um, You know, what are you doing? And now it's it's as though people are, are more supportive of it. And I think that that is also streaming to the university level as well. Um, at my college, the University of Nebraska at Omaha, uh, we actually have uh, entrepreneurship concentration now. So mm-hmm. I, I think, in, is that the case at University of Minnesota as well? Yes, we do. So as I mentioned, we have that kind of center of entrepreneurship, but we also do have like entrepreneurship majors. And I think that they've grown a lot more in understanding exactly what they need to kind of speak about because I felt like before I'd hear people talk about like having entrepreneurship majors and minors and it kind of felt like a buffer rather than something where you really immerse yourself in either your business or like specific tactics to grow a business. Yeah. I guess recapping on your college experience thus far, what has been the most monumental, like what's left the most monumental impact on your entrepreneurial journey from the college level yeah um i would probably say the student run fund uh just because i'm more on that vc side of things i think that that is a very unique experience and something that i would urge a lot of other college students to go out and pursue um i think that it's a great way to learn about both sides of the entrepreneurship setting just because I feel like a lot of people are really familiar with starting a business this is the very very general steps to doing so but a lot of people forget that there's kind of that opposite side where you need to you need to work on funding it isn't always just friends and family rounds you have to get to a point where you start to really really grow your business and even with that I think it's a great way for students to kind of start to see that there's another side to entrepreneurship as well as I think we I'm at the Carlson School of Business, but within Allen Ventures, we have across all of the University of Minnesota. So from the biology school, from the computer science school, from the design school. So you really get to bring your all of your interests in. And I think that that's a great way for people to kind of see a little bit more about entrepreneurship, but not have to commit. So through like a student run fund, it's a great way to just start learning. Yeah, 100 percent. Kylie, I have to commend everything that you just said, because I actually had um, experience in a, in a venture fund through my university as well. And I think what you said, you hit the nail on the head. It, that, that other side of the table experience where you know, you're, you're meeting with founders that are trying to raise capital, it, it's such an enlightening experience because any entrepreneur or founder, like you have to be able to pitch. Even if you don't necessarily start a business, that I always talk to my uh, to my friends and connections about this entrepreneurial spirit or mindset. You have to be mm-hmm. able to pitch yourself, right? So even yes. hearing and, and being immersed in that experience, you're still learning the art of the pitch 
And I think that's one of the most important things that I learned through my experience in a venture fund uh, student run as well. So uh, that's really neat. Okay, yeah, well, awesome, I know. <laughs> Kylie, <laughs> I, I have to la- ask you this last question. Given that this show okay. is very coffee themed, it only makes sense that I ask you this, and that is, what coffee do you think best describes you as a person and why? Okay, I've been thinking a lot about this actually, because I'm not a huge coffee lover, which I know is bad, but I just have never really gotten onto it. So I've strayed a little bit from the coffee, but I love chai tea lattes, and I feel like it's close enough because it kind of has that caffeine in it still, so I feel like it's still an adequate answer, but I kind of chose that because it has kind of like that strong black tea, but it's kind of flavored with all of those different spices and sweetness, and I just, I feel like I have a little bit of that like edge, but also all those different spices and outgoingness that I feel like a chai tea latte kind of throws at you sometimes. Well done. I, you know what? I'll take it. (laughs) Good. Okay, good. I was a little worried. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, an empty mug means that we're all out of time today. So Kylie, thank you so much for sharing more information about your blend of hard work. You can find out more about what Kylie does in the links in the menu description or go to mug.news to see her featured article. Make sure to leave a comment and subscribe to mug.news for more hot takes like this one. And we'll see you next time at The Copy Grinds. See you guys.